go Cartoon The Simpsons It's time to do Yes, it's time to do the podcast A little show called the freaking Homophilia Simpson Saga Yeah, big news on the Homophilia front, folks Tim cooked applesauce is pissed yeah. at us. He's not happy. He's pissed. He's very not. Why is the aesthetic. owner of Apple, Tim Cooked Apples, angry at you this weekend? Uh, so you guys, as you know, we claim to invent podcasts. Right. Tim Cooked Applesauce was really uh, excited about this new opportunity. And he's like, we have this whole thing set up on iTunes to put you guys on there. But we haven't used it for anything. Right. So he gave us each $250, and he gave us each a house, and he gave Devin a house under a river. That's <laughs> Thanks true. Thanks again, Cook. <laughs> Um And it was all going well. And he came back to me la- this week, and he was like, Andy, what do you need? How can we get this thing poom bom poom to the moon? And I was like... Um, I need another $250, and he's like... Well, he gave it to you in a gift card, and he's he, mad at how you spent it, right? Yeah, because I somehow convinced the people at... at uh, the lower? <laughs> we have new microphones. That's good. No, you got it. That's perfect. You just like you kept going a little bit closer to your mouth, and then it was... I somehow convinced the people at Walmart to let me spend my credit. Now you're too far away, and it's quiet. <laughs> Shit. That's perfect, right there. Right here? Yeah, that's the, the sweet spot. I somehow convinced the people at Walmart to let me spend my $250 Cracker Barrel gift card at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, what'd you get? You got Cracker Barrel cheese. I got Cracker Barrel cheese. <laughs> That's a good move. That's classic. So but now Tim had to pay $250 to Walmart and $250 yeah. to so Cracker then, Barrel. So then Tim Cooked Applesauce found out about it, and now he's he has to pay $250 to both of them. Uh, so it's five hundred dollars, and he's suing me. Yeah, Apple is going to show a loss this yeah, quarter. I, he spent two hundred fifty dollars at Walmart <laughs> on Cracker Barrel cheese <laughs> with a Cracker Barrel gift card. That's good. That's good. Well, at least um, you know you wanted but, something, and you you went for it. And, you know that's noble. But honestly, there's yeah. a Cracker Barrel not that far from, far from that Walmart. I just didn't want to go down there. It's okay. Because you're not allowed at the Cracker Barrel. I'm good at talking. Happened. I'm good at talking my way into the room, as they say. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> <laughs> This week on Andy Griff's of Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk you my way into the room. That's why I have a writing credit on on The Late Show. Oh, yeah? What what episode? All. All of them? That's good. Yeah. I just talked my way into the room. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm charming when I have to be. <laughs> What's your favorite most charming thing you you can recall that you've said? Um, Probably, probably when I complimented... Uh, Richard Nixon on his beautiful eyebrows. He, t- I talked my way into that room. How did he respond? He he uh, did one of those like bashful winks, and he was like, oh, "Well, I've never." Oh, you do voices now too. Are you trying to book Futurama right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Groening, if you still like us, if you if you still like us, sorry everything about it, that your feet yeah. that I said. Oh, I'm sorry about your feet and how gross they are. <laughs> but I talked my way into the room with Richard Nixon. This pre-impeachment. What? Oh, this was way past. Way past. This was po- post presidency. Okay. Yeah, cool. I was one of the only people that was talking to him while he died. <laughs> You complimented a dying man on his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I talked my way into his death room. 
please, Mr. Hospice, let me in. I need That's to talk to the most charming I've ever been. Uh, is that this like, like a charming yeah, man? Let him in the this room. This was a matter of national security. When a president's dying, not that many people are allowed in the room. <laughs> Uh, this, was, this kid looks like something special. Yeah. Just let him talk well, to you me. You were there for it his last me. words, and he said them to you. What were they again? I forgot. Uh, he said, that is a good-looking young man. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That He was talking about me. Uh, that said, is a good-looking man. He's a good-looking young man. Good-looking young man. I was man. much younger than I am now. Oh, yeah? yeah. You were six. <laughs> I was six years old. <laughs> so It was me, him, Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me, him, Nancy Reagan, of course, Pastime, Pat Nixon, Pat Nixon uh, the guy that invented Koosh balls. <laughs> what was his name again? Richard Koosh. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> My good friend Koosh. Yeah, you gotta give me Richard Koosh. Yeah, Richard Nixon famously, uh, they left it out of his biography, but he uh, was a domestic abuser and beat Pat Nixon a lot. So did you address that when you talked to him? Yeah, I did. That's why I was there as a (laughs) six-year-old. I'm just going to push you down this well and let you (laughs) drown it. Honestly, that was why I was there. Um, um, I've always been an advocate. Uh, I want to uh, get these skis balls out in the open, and I wanted the last thoughts in his head to be uh, about how he was an awful You're person. You're listening to Homophilia <laughs> Simpson Saga. I am <laughs> Devin Rose Knight. <laughs> Once I confronted him, <laughs> oh. he, said, he was like, he was like, now that's a good looking young man, and he died. He died. <laughs> My name's Andy Reed. <laughs> and as always, I'm Darren Shelton. That's our over engineer, here engineering the, the sound and the new microphones. <laughs> We are here with our guest. Oh yeah, Jared Samard of Hello. the Bureau. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Second thank you for having me. Thanks for being on it. Yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm now this is two bureaus in a row. Two bureaus. No. Oh, because we have one in between. Well, <laughs> two out of three weeks that we've had a bureau. Yes. Wow. Um, we're working our way through. Yes. I am working my way through the bureau sexually. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, double down on that bit. <laughs> Elaborate. Uh, so so got... far, only Devin. Okay. <laughs> so far, I've only real slow. So far, I've only had sex with Devin. I've gotten Although... a hand job from Alan Smock, but I'm not going to count it because <laughs> you didn't finish. Because I didn't finish. He didn't count. Yeah. And how does this uh, play into the fact that you said you've never had sex and you're never going to have he sex was soft. a few weeks ago? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm always soft. Yeah. Uh, like I said. Um, I have had it, just not hard, because hard's gross. Yeah, it's gross to be hard. It's just a big tube of blood. Why would you want that on your body? <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, yeah. I, Why don't you no. address that, Jared? Uh, I agree. Is it, it gross to be hard? Because it's, it's just a big it's tube gross of to blood. be hard. Uh, you could definitely run into something and hurt it. Uh huh. Not not your dick for being hard, but but whatever you run into. Yeah. Because uh, it's basically yeah, just a big. Hard yeah. rod on, on your body. One time yeah. I was running a marathon. It was actually a half marathon. I was working my way up, and uh, I was running really fast. And 
I was running, uh, I had a big erection, and I noticed some people in the crowd I knew, and I went to wave to them, and I accidentally ran into the table with all the water, barked my dick real bad, smashed it back inside my body, oh, so no. now every time I get an erection, it goes fully back into my go, body. Wait, it go, you have an opposite erection? <laughs> yeah. It goes hard into you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, shit. This one time I was driving a convertible, and uh, oh. the the passenger, my, my cousin Fred, uh, Fred Scooby Doo. Uh, he, uh, I know that guy. I, I, yeah, I hit another car, and he went. He went. He had an erection, and he went. He went. He went flying out of the car because he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and his erection hit somebody in the head and killed him. Oh them. my god! Yeah. My he erection. Has to live with that every time he gets yeah, erection. every time he gets hard, he like he survived, but the other person's dead, and his dick's nice. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Do you have anything to say about your t- erection, Darren? Mine is normal. <laughs> oh, wow. You're the only one with a normal one here. Okay. Does That's anyone cool. else have stories of times they visited presidents on their deathbed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I visited I... Hoover. Oh. oh. Yeah. Did you lambast him about the Great Depression? No. We talked about his dam and how good it was. <laughs> it is a good dam. Yeah. We went fishing off of it. Yeah. We pushed him over, and that's how he died. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But he was on his deathbed, so you pushed the whole Yeah, he pushed the whole the bed, dam. and it went down the river. To... <laughs> he was like, let me see that dam one last time, and Jared took him out there. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. Richard Nixon's not the only room I've been in. Dick Nixon. Oh, yeah? Do you have one, Darren, though, where have you been uh, in a president's president? dead, death bedroom? I have not been in a president's death room. Okay. I aspire to one day be in a president's death room. Which one? Because right now there's only... Four, three alive, right? You know, I'm working. Yeah, on... tread carefully because you have three cha- you have three choices right now. H dubs. Oh no, Clinton too. You got four. Clinton, yeah. H dubs, Obama. What about Jimmy Carter? Carter. And oh yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, even though he got he fractured his pelvis this week. He's got a. I feel like I would connect with Jimmy Carter. Yeah, he, he fell. He got a big bloody eye. I like to build stuff this week. He you got a peanut farm. You eat a lot yeah, of peanut butter. I eat butter. a lot of peanuts and yeah. peanut butter for sure. I mean, I just feel like if there's a president whose deathbed I'm going to be around to compliment his eyebrows, it's going to be Jimmy Carter. I'm surprised how my presidents are alive right now. Yeah. <laughs> is it more <laughs> or less than you expect? More. Five is a lot. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I started here at three. Well, I mean, you got to think. I, I mean, forgot. I'm not bu- trying to be a, a dick or anything, but Jimmy Carter's pretty old now. Oh, right? yeah, like, he's late, old. Like 90s, right? He's old. He's old. I, I think there should be only one living president. <laughs> yeah, I think that it should be. <laughs> yeah. Your eyes just got yeah. really big yeah. over there. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel safe in a world where there's former presidents. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andy, you've yeah. posited that it should be uh, the Santa Claus situation where you have to push the president off, off the a roof. roof to become the president. Yes. Um, That's dark. You ever think how dark that actually is? It's Sorry. the Highlander. Yeah, it's yeah, the Highlander, it's... but with Santa Claus. Exactly. Do you think, do you think yeah. the Santa eventually, the, the eventually the Santa will just be the guy that's bested staying on a roof and can't <laughs> yeah. get pushed off? Yeah, so the that's why it's Tim Allen. Yeah. That's why it's Tim Allen, because he's yeah, best yeah. on the roof. Yeah, he's, right. he's up there like, <laughs> early low center of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an NFL running back. You yeah. can't push him over. <laughs> we all know Tim Allen loves to make stuff. <laughs> just generally, yeah, yeah, because he's got right. that big garage and he like yeah. puts nails together and he makes house <laughs> and then the, he has a birdhouse that he makes too. Yeah, but he makes that big fence. He makes that big fence that guy can't see over. Remember that guy? He can't see over it and he can't. You can't see his face. 
Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. Always giving him good advice. Wilson. And then there's the big Who's your Wilson in your life? I kissed Wilson through the fence. Wow. You kissed him through the fence? <laughs> yeah. Did you get splinters? We locked, yeah. We locked lips. Had to go to the doctor because it got infected because his mouth is dirty. Who's my Wilson? The most important person in my life that I've never seen his face. Yes. Exactly. Mm, probably Jigsaw. <laughs> Jigsaw from the Saw Jigsaw from the puzzle. Yeah, because And I've he's never the most seen... person in your life, the most important person because uh, he got me through a dark time. Uh, uh, I was I was going through something and Jigsaw sat me down and was like, Hey man, it's not that bad. Anybody wanna take this mask off? <laughs> he was like, it gets better. Have, have you seen these YouTube videos? And then he showed me the YouTube videos of it gets better. And I was like, it's right. It, could, it got after that. Jigsaw's it got, the guy who came up with it gets better. No, he just showed. He introduced me to it gets better. <laughs> it was already. It was already like several hundred million views on there. But I saw it gets better because Jigsaw. And then I was like, you're right, Jigsaw. It'll get better. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to take this tricycle out of here. And then he walked away. Is the guy on the tricycle uh, uh, animatronic? What in the No, movie? he's a real he's a little guy. Oh, so Jigsaw, he, you do see Jigsaw yeah, as the little guy. Yeah. Even though in the movie he was, there is another Jigsaw who controls all of it who's a normal sized old man that they show. Oh, no, that's uh, that's just these are <laughs> those movies are fake. <laughs> <laughs> I met the real Jigsaw. Oh, I met the real oh. Jigsaw. He was briefly the one dated they, my the one... aunt. Oh, really? Yeah. Where would they meet again? Muskegon. <laughs> He they he, he was he got hired as an animatronic at a Chuck E. Cheese Muskegon. Which one? Which animatronic? He was the little bird that plays the bass. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was humiliating because he's like, I'm a real guy. Like I'm yeah, just a robot in they... the movies. I'm like a normal guy, and they're like. Yeah, but you're a robot to so us. So they made him live inside a robot. They made him live inside the Chuck E. Cheese and then make pretend be a robot for the kids. But my my um my aunt's always been a little bit of a celebrity chaser. <laughs> so found out Jigsaw was in town and uh went for it. <laughs> so your aunt's a star fucker who was attracted to the animatronic robot at Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese and later found out it was Jigsaw. Yeah, she was yes. the serial killer. She was, she was attracted to the, <laughs> the little bird that plays the bass. Then she found out it was a real guy that was the guy from Jigsaw. She got even more horny. So she's if, dated if, Jigsaw. She's dated Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck e. Cheese. She's dated that uh she's dated webster <laughs> webster's a person man yeah they're all people <laughs> they're all people chucky cheese not a people she dated she's chucky <laughs> she dated chucky cheese <laughs> and she dated real people too she dated the old guy from different strokes she dated what's her first and last name what my aunt yeah um her name is melindrica Sophilia, <laughs> my aunt from was, my dad's side. I was hoping you'd give a real name of one of your people in your family. I did. Oh, can you bleep that out, Darren? <laughs> yeah, I will bleep that out in post. Okay. Here, do you want me to do the bleep and then yeah. you can just do it? Yeah, over? Okay. you do the bleep and then I'll go back and do it. So on the kind of okay. one, two, bleep. All right, cool. We'll use that. Okay, you can fold it over. We'll fold it over. We'll fold it back. So this part is all going to get edited out, so we can just say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. why don't you say the darkest thing in your heart right now? Um, Chuck E. Cheese, my dad, and he abandoned my family. Oh my god! To go up in the casino for the kids. Oh my god! Do you have one? I once stole all the sandpaper from shop class in high school and dumped it in the river, and a bunch of kids got all scratched up. 
<laughs> Jared, when that's awful. That was you? Yeah, I was I was the one that... Those kids don't have skin anymore. Oh, right? Why did you dump little, it in the river? Because I was mad at Just it. Just angst? Yeah, I was, I was mad because I was... You wanted to make it smooth? Yeah. The river? Yeah. <laughs> I was... I didn't... There yeah, wasn't I, enough sand on the banks. No, because in two weeks we're gonna have to. We we're gonna go on the river trip where we were gonna have to walk through the river and and look for the bugs. Uh, yeah, I remember and that. I I didn't have water shoes, so you slipped on a rock and you wanted there to be more traction. Well, I didn't have I didn't have river shoes. I didn't want to stub my toe right. on with a rock, so I threw the sandpaper in there. Sand yeah, the exactly river. to get to get some traction to get some traction to get some sand in you. there. And it, and I'm with it, you, bud. And it backfired, and you know, two weeks went by, and all was good. And then the river trip came, and uh, I wasn't the first to go Those in. Kids got scratched up. Those kids got scratched up bad. And wow, Dutch boy, I, I couldn't. Dutch walk. boy got sued over this. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> That's brave of you to admit, Jared. Luckily, this is all getting edited. Yeah, out. Yeah, after yeah, totally. Do you have one? We can all do it. We can all admit our darkest secret. Our darkest secret until until Devin gives us the second beep we need for the last name. The second beep, yeah. For the last, oh, name. No, give I, the, after this, I have to record a beep as long as all of the discussion we just had. Yeah, yeah. To go so over the whole no, no, because this was just getting folded over. Right, this is all getting folded over. Oh, we're just folding it from the one beep from the to beep the other to beep. the beep to over my aunt's name. So we're moving so the can, one uh, beep. You forward. can admit a dark secret now. Dark secret. Yeah. Well. <sighs> This goes back. Oh, boy. Damn. Start at the beginning. All right. I will start at the beginning. But then skip of the story. Ahead. Don't go yeah. to the beginning of time. So <laughs> Cut to the dawn of man. <laughs> so there I was, right? Staring death in the face. Oh, my I'm God. about 13 years old, okay? I'm on a mountain bike, right? Yeah. I'm driving over a little bridge, okay? Ooh. Do you and usually then, drive your bike? I usually ride mine. I drive it. This is a safe space because this isn't going on the podcast. So I'm riding my bike over this little bridge, right? Yeah. And then I see on this bridge, it's you know normal wood bridge, open sides. Yeah. And wood bridge that's coming up right now, huh? Oh. That neighborhood. <laughs> so I'm riding there. I am staring death in the face, right? Dude, what's yeah. next, Boston Edison? <laughs> <laughs> so you're riding over Boston Edison. So there I am. I'm oh, on my yeah. bike. I'm a little yeah. kid, like 13 years old, yeah. over this wood bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dude, what's next? Hazel Park? Okay, that's coming up. That's a park. So you're riding your bike over Hazel Park, staring death in the face. So there I am, staring death in the face, and I'm riding my bike. It's a mountain bike. I'm 13 years old. It's blue. It's got some like metallic paint. How old were you? 13. So there I am, riding my bike. I'm like 13 years old, riding yeah. a mountain bike across the bridge. Attention. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm paying attention. So there I am, like 13 years old. Yeah. Dude, I'm what's riding next? My bike across 14 the bridge. years old? <laughs> <laughs> So there I am, staring uh-huh. death in the face, a yeah. 13-year-old kid riding a mountain bike across a wood bridge. There's fog everywhere. Yeah. Can't see anything. Dude, what's next? Mists? <laughs> like that movie with Mark Wahlberg, that one. So That's there mist. I am, staring death That's in the face. Kills his kid at the end. Yeah. Are you about to do the mist? Are you about to do the mist? <laughs> Are you the kid in the mist? <laughs> Are you a misting? No, I'm not okay. a misting. Okay. okay. You're Stephen King. Dude, if you're not misty, Just hear me out, rock? okay? Can I? So there I am. I'm 13 years old. I'm riding my mountain bike across the bridge. I staring death in the face. It's a wood bridge. It's fog. And then there's fog, and it starts to sweep over the landscape in front of me. Landscape. What landscape? What's next? Soundscape? <laughs> what okay. landscape was what's next? next? So horizontal. <laughs> this fog is like it's unlike any other fog, you know. Yeah. And I, it scares me. I can hear things in it. I can see things in it. What's next? Like you can smell, smell things, things in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I could. I could smell okay. things. There was like a slight sulfury smell. I don't know. Yeah. And there were like some flashes of light in the distance, and oh, I could flashes. see these. What's next? Uh, thunder. <laughs> so there I am. I'm 13 years old. I'm yeah. riding my mountain bike across the a wood bridge. bridge. I'm staring death in the face. Taste. There's, There's mist, mist, mist fog, fog rolling in yeah. over, and I can see things in it. I can hear things in it. There's, there's some screams, and all of a sudden, there's some people running out of the fog. What's and next? Like, uh, pets that the people have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they're running out. There's pets running pets. out. There's like there's something in the fog. Something. There's something in the fog. Something. So then I turn around on my mountain bike. And then I just go to the first place I think I should go, which is, of course, the grocery store. Oh, grocery store. What's, What's next? next? Uh, uh, convenience store? Yeah. So there I am, 13 years old, riding mountain bike, 13-year-old kid, mist, fog, uh, rolling in, turn around, Woodbridge, go to the grocery store, and then I'm in the grocery store, right? And then while I'm in the grocery store, like the the, the fog rolls in and it surrounds the whole building. Yeah. And... um. <laughs> Then naturally, everybody starts to panic and form little factions inside of the grocery store. What's next? What's next? Factions? Uh, opinion factions? Uh oh. <laughs> I feel like you guys don't respect my story. No, we do. I just feel like that. I'm riding my mountain bike over the wood bridge and a, a fog starts to roll in. And yeah. Mist, and there's a bunch of people I can see it and I can smell it. And I decide to turn my mountain bike around. I go to the grocery store. The grocery store. Smell sulfur. And then I go in there. Everybody's in a panic because the fog starts rolling in. Everyone's panic and factions start to form. And then these military guys are there and they're like, this is ridiculous. We're just going to go out in the fog. And then they go out in a group of three. And then you hear these noises and one guy comes running back and he's covered in blood. Wait, group of three? Well, it was one house out of straw. And one, one out, out of sticks, of sticks. And, and one, one out, out of bricks, bricks. and that huff puff puff, uh, yeah, blow uh, your house down. Oh, this is post a, blow your house down. This is the three little pigs, dude. Are you telling us the three little pigs? Tell us who the little pigs. Are so there three, I am, staring you, death in the face. Thirteen years <laughs> old, mountain bike, pigs? blue silver paint on the wood bridge, riding my bike. Fog rolls over. Uh, monsters, people coming running out of it, and then all of a sudden, I turn my bike around. I go to the grocery store. Military guys, factions, everybody's panics. They run on the thing. Two people run back. One person runs back, covered in blood. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, something's happening!" Oh, you're and doing then, the dead zone. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you dead zoned everybody, right? Well, it's well, right. You got dead zone. It's right there that I realized that I could read people's minds. <gasps> and oh, so, yeah, yeah, like, uh, reading a mind, Langoliers. right? So I could totally. There was this. Yeah. There was this corrupt politician who everybody loves, but I could read his mind, and I knew that he was super fucked up in yeah. the head. Yeah, and that so, sounds kind of the same as Taxi Driver a little bit, right? <laughs> I'm just telling you a story from my life. So I realized I can read this guy's mind. Yeah. I try to convince people that he's a bad when guy. When do you redeem the Shawshank? Just <laughs> so then. Everybody's going crazy. I'm reading Sender's mind. I'm like, oh my God, he's a bad dude. Nobody's listening. So I go in the back and I got to find a way out. So I have this poster on the wall and I start to burrow a hole through a stone. Oh, oh. and then there was a big cloud back there. Right. Well, I didn't want to let people know that I was doing this. So I was putting the, the pebbles in my pant leg and I was yeah. wiggling them out in the front of the produce Plus section. Plus the Green Miles, another oh. Stephen King one. Right. So I was wiggling the stones out in the, uh, in, you know, in the produce section. Produce section. What's right. next? Consumer, Consumer section. section. There I am, 13 years old, staring down <laughs> the face, Woodbridge bike, rode the grocery store, guys in the mist running out, and then there's the hole in the thing, and then I could read the senator's bad, bad brain. Um... Long story short, I killed the senator. Oh. oh. I so have a you dark were... story, too. Oh, boy. Here we go. I was that guy that did that Tylenol murders in the 80s. Oh, my God. Okay, new do, don't do the beep so we can get out of the dark part. One, two. Wait. Okay. Beep. 
Oh, wow. Rusty gets busts and nuts. Wow. So, um, everybody, welcome back to Homerophilia. <laughs> My God. People kicking over the recording equipment. That's a spider. Oh, ooh, we know my feelings and thoughts on spiders. Uh, they come out of your elbow. Don't like the back of them. Don't oh, yeah. like the back of them. <laughs> Only like, back. like the front. Yeah. How, how is there that much string in the, that little tiny spider? We've been over that. I think we've devoted more than 10 minutes to this topic in the past. We understand. I don't well, like, think about it. There's no, so I get it. There is a lot. I totally get it. It's such a tiny thing, and there's so much string in it. I don't know that it's actually so, string. So, like, here's my thing. String. Is that twine. Here's my thing. Is that <gasps> love twine. Twine feet. Twine feet. Come see twine. That's not going to come out. <laughs> um, here's my thing. Is that... Yes. I get a bottle, a can of silly okay. string Got it. from the dollar store. Yes. You put it on a chair. You sit down. You stand up. And I, the silly string is gone. Yeah. It's now inside of you. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, yeah, it's in me. Um, so? So where did that silly string go? <laughs> and why doesn't it work out of me like it works out of the spider? So Spider gets tiny can of silly string, sits on it, and he can shoot string all fucking day. Well, because you sat with I the sit nozzle on a... pointing up, so it's just been spraying oh, silly string back into your into body. Me. Okay. So Which is why my... you sometimes cough it onto your food. My guts eating. is full of silly string. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've tried this, because <laughs> Spider silly string, they put it up there. He shoots it out all the live long day. I put it up there. I just get a tummy ache. But now I get it because now all that string is making my guts all silly. <laughs> and that's how you got into improv. You got your yeah, guts I got, got so too silly. silly. I got diagnosed with silly gut, and that's why. <laughs> I went to the doctor. They said, what's wrong? I said, I had a bad tummy. I sat on some silly string cans, and they're like, oh, you got silly gut. You should do improv. I think that's mm. better than being a, having a spider butt. I got. I guess I did get the power of funny. That's what happened to the Joker. Dumb. That's how he became I don't the Joker. Want, um, I don't. I don't want to be compared to the Joker. Please. Why? That's too scary. Huh? You're the. I'm, you're the jokester. Okay, so I laugh so uncontrollably. I have gut, silly gut. I do improv bad, and uh, yeah, I'm mad at everybody and and. Uh, I bathe my mom, but I don't. Please don't compare me to the Joker. And yeah, I paint my face, and yeah, I incited a mob Wait, that painted Andy their faces. F. Reed, isn't that an anagram for Arthur Fleck? Fleck? Yes, and my name is a yes. Andy F. Reed is an anagram for Arthur Fleck, and yes, I have a writing credit on the Joker because yes, you I talked my way into, into the room, room by being very t- charming to my favorite man, Todd Phillips. And yes, uh, that he ma- said that the script was basically a Romana clip of my life, but I please don't compare well, me to you Joker. Did, you, I know, I don't know if you can talk about it yet cause it's still early, but he did write you a part in the hangover four, right? Yeah. So, um, well, here's the thing is that the hangover four, it might not, uh, uh, ever be, see the light of day at this point? Uh, basically, I'm the new wolf man uh, in the wolf gang, uh, but I'm a struggling stand-up who has a, a 
social disabilities and who bathes his mom in a tiny apartment and hates the world and lives in garbage and uh, finds a uh, – his clown buddy gives him a gun and he shoots people on the subway. Wow. Wow. So it ended up being that Joker, was, uh, Joker is Hangover 4. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's like a it's like a glass thing, like yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, where at the end of the Joker you find out, oh, now it's the Hangover Four. Yeah. Oh. So if you stayed for the post credits, you saw Zach Galifianakis. The cookie, the cookie Zach G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you stayed for the post credits of Joker Four, <laughs> Joker Four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you would see the little wink to Galifianakis oh, playing his clown character from Baskets, and you would know that it's all. Um, it's oh. all the extended baskets universe is so, where this takes place. Is Hangover Four is Joker is Joker Four going to become Hangover again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the Joker's now in Vegas and okay. he's got a monkey buddy. So it's no, just, it's no, gonna no. Cycle. Joker Four is that the Joker did all this stuff, but he was drunk and he forgot, he forgot. what happened, and they have to go figure out what yeah. he did last oh, night. That's in Gotham funny. City. Yeah. Yeah. Someone could probably cut a Joker trailer oh, out of basket. Yeah. But yeah. it's very it's very serious because, as we know, Todd Phillips won't make jokes anymore because um, because of the time of day. Hey, 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 of... hey you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> okay. I don't remember because of the crazy <laughs> night last night. Okay, <laughs> that's the hangover for me. Speaking of freaking funny uh, dark clowns. Do you want to see how I made this pencil disappear? Because I don't remember. I'm going to have to figure it out. I got too drunk last Andy, night. Andy, it's the silly string thing. It's the same thing. That's how the pencil disappeared. Uh, the yeah. Batman. <laughs> Who are you? I don't remember. <laughs> that, was actually, that was actually Christopher Nolan's inspiration for that scene was watching me sit on silly string and he's uh, like i could do that but instead of silly string it's a pencil and instead of your behind it's the bad guy's head speaking wow. of dark clowns who do bad stuff, season one episode crusty. 12 <laughs> oh crusty gets busted i wrote crusty gets nutsy and I crusty gets busted uh crusty. so speaking of evil clowns who do bad stuff evil clowns who do bad too stuff dope. shaggy too dope <laughs> Violent uh, Jay, more like Violent Joker. Yeah. <laughs> um, synopsis of season one, episode 12. Homer witnesses a robbery at the Quickie Mart, and he identifies Krusty the Clown as the culprit. Krusty is arrested, tried, imprisoned, and replaced on the show by Sideshow Bob. Lisa and Bart are adamant that Krusty is innocent, so they examine the confirmation. Uh, they conclude that he was framed and set out to find the person who got Krusty in trouble. Andy yeah. Reid, this episode aired April 22nd, 1990. Where were you? Uh, I was probably in my living room, um, chilling. Doing uh, the silly string thing. Uh, doing the silly string <laughs> That's cool. thing, trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, I, my mom kept getting mad at me because I kept calling it my silly string theory. <laughs> And she's like, please stop. That's too much aluminum for inside your body. <laughs> Where do they go? And I said, I don't know. They never come out. <laughs> uh, the so inside has just been absorbing all this aluminum. Yeah, they, f- if they figure it out in there somehow. <laughs> so you were doing the silly string thing. That's what all we're my life. With. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Devin, you're not alive yet. Nope. Jared, are you alive? No, I'm not alive. You're not either. alive yet either. I am a little baby. I am. What do you look like at this one point? month and nine beard. days old? Full beard, full beard, full beard, big muscles. <laughs> uh, so we're about thirteen years before you finally go over that wood bridge and then turn around, and go right back to a grocery store. Yeah, we're just about thirteen years before. All oh that wait, weird the stuff. podcast doesn't know about that because they didn't hear that part. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Bleep. Um, if Bleep. you are Bleep. listening to this, please forget about 
um, Darren what? fogging people. <laughs> he didn't miss anybody. Don't worry he about didn't Shawshank it. anybody. It's a story. I didn't get Shawshank. I didn't, I didn't dead Shawshank. zone. A, I didn't dead zone a senator. I didn't under the dome anybody. I didn't big. I didn't what, big Jim. Talking about the Simpsons movie I under the dome. <laughs> I didn't uh, big Jim the Simpsons. That's the guy, right? That's the guy in the, under the dome. Who? Big Jim. Probably sure. Fuck, man. It stands for Big James. Big James. Dropping a Big shallow James reference is... without knowing Water. the details. Big James and the Tiny Peach. Hell yeah. Oh, now that would Whoa. be scary. Yeah. Big, a... huge guy, little fruit. And he still travels the world. Yeah. And you he... know what? That's actually just any, yeah, just any, any guy person with a any... oh. Yeah. It's a smaller. Just... <laughs> it's a cherry just a... Yeah, oh. no. Like, I'm talking about a huge guy. Like, big. Like, 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> Um, like Andy, a, what's like the tallest weight. guy you can think of? Um, six Yao four, a six Ming. Four, six Yao four. Ming is, I believe, six eight. I think he's the tallest, <laughs> tallest that anybody could ever be, because um, above six eight is against God, because God is six nine. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. The fuck number. Um, <laughs> we have our. Oh, here's the. I think that we because okay. of because of 69 is overplayed. We should do 96 and just rub butts. <laughs> You're talking once, R- rub, once again. Rub we're butts, doing, but your heads are still different. We're yeah. doing Requiem for a Dream, ass to ass, <laughs> once again. <laughs> it, it begins to feel like this is something oh. you're passionate about. Yes, rubbing rubbing backs and butts together with your yeah with your you still flip so your heads are opposite sides. That's nice. It feels nice. Intimate. We had uh, we had our first. Uh, it's actually we not Icarumba. Yeah, we did have an Icarumba, but so we're up to uh, we're up to several Icarumbas. We're up to four Icarumbas in thirteen episodes or twelve. Sorry, we're one eat my shorts and one Kawabunga. Yeah, we got our first main character and one don't have a uh, our first main. Major character role of Sideshow Bob. Uh, we did see him in the background of the Telltale Head episode, oh, yeah, yeah. but he had an afro then. He did not have the the, the palm tree yeah. hairs. Uh, Jared, what's your relationship to The Simpsons? I have seen uh, a couple dozen episodes in my life, and that's Ooh, about hey. it. More than me. More than why? Dan. Wow. Why? Why aren't you? Why don't you like it better? I think I just kind of. I don't know. Started watching that like cartoon late. I don't think I was not really exposed to it much as a kid. I feel like like, my parents like I didn't sit down and like watch. What gives you the right (laughs) to to sit here pretending to want to do comedy and you ignore the best comedy of all time? Who do you think you are? (laughs) I I I just wasn't really. I don't know. Okay. I, I never I never was sat down in front of the Simpsons. And Fair. Well, it was Andy, never shown to me, I guess. I mean, how, how did you discover I'm sure you've said this on the show. How did you discover the Simpsons? Uh, I just grew up with it. I've been yeah. watching it for Well, you ever. and your wife are both comedians, yeah. and you both are big fans of the Simpsons, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. And you can't do this with... Uh, Likey the Simpsons. You can't want to do comedy without, like... He, I'm Robert Dursting. I'm Robert Dursting right oh, now. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Jinx, you owe me I'm uh, murder. Jinxing. I'm jinxing so hard right now. I lied until I burped. Uh, when this goes, when, well, by the time this is out, uh, Disney Plus is going to be up and running and the Simpsons will be on it. 
Jared, you should watch the golden seasons of The Simpsons. Yes, yeah, seasons, era. the golden era, seasons one through thirty. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, uh, I do have FX, so I think oh, I can. Yeah. I have my awesome have my, three uh, through twelve wow. masterpieces. Yeah. Three through twelve, yeah. so more accurately, probably four through nine. Um, uh, I would have to look. Yeah, I mean. Four through nine are the ones where there are almost zero misses. Yeah. Three through twelve, four, nearly perfect. Four is the season that starts like Rosebud, Fallout Boy. Yeah, we get Conan uh, episodes. Uh, B Sharps, mm-hmm. fucking Monorail. Like everyone's like classic, 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 classic. Yeah. Classic, classic. And then season five, season five and eight are probably my favorites. But yeah, once you like get in the rhythm of watching those seasons, it's yeah. like. Gold. So, but uh, do you have comedy influences? I was just joking before. Hey, Darren, you do can you want to eat com- into the microphone you, for a while? Uh, you can do comedy without liking the Simpsons. Yeah. You can do it. So, what do you have uh, do you have other influences? You think? I remember watching a lot of like the early sitcoms. I watched like the Brady like, Bunch, like and the Cosby yeah. Show, <laughs> and like Gilligan's Island uh, with my parents a little bit. Oh yeah, and then. That was a big part of my household too. Like my yeah. family, and I have watched all of those together. Yeah, I watched a ton of Full House. Which I don't know. That's not really comedy. It's sort. It's a sitcom. Uh, I'm laughing. It's a sitcom. <laughs> I'm laughing. I grew up watching that, and then like just like your Nickelodeon cartoons, uh, and things like that, and then obviously like I don't know, like Family Guy and South Park. Uh, Rugrats is a direct result of The Simpsons uh-huh. because when <clears throat> Klasky Supo gets fired as the animation studio for The Simpsons because of management issues. They take a development deal at Nickelodeon and create uh, Rugrats and Our Real Monsters. Uh, both great shows. Interesting. So thanks to the and, Simpsons for um, firing. I think you can really see the influence. when you If you shoved an episode of Rugrats into an episode of Our Real Monsters, the result would just be Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, like if you watched uh, yeah. them both at the same time, yeah, it, you can. If, yeah, if you like Wizard of Oz and Pink Floyded, Our Real Monsters and Rugrats, it would just be Simpsons. I think that's very pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah like if right. you go to a Pink Floyd concert and listen to, to the Wizard of Oz, yeah, <laughs> yeah. audio from the movie, and you have two iPads going of Our Real Monsters and Rugrats. Yeah. That's how the Pink Floyd Wizard of Oz things work, right? You yep. watch a concert of Pink Floyd and then listen to the soundtrack to the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, well, I did it the and it lines up. I went, I saw the movie, I had the movie Wizard of Oz, I was watching the movie Wizard of Oz in the big theater, um, and I had the Pink Floyd going in the, in the, um, in the headphones. Oh. I didn't. I mean, like, how normal, how it's normally supposed to be. Like, We're not in Kansas anymore, side. buddy. No, but, at, like, at the movie yeah i guess i was trying to go somewhere <laughs> you went to a yeah. stage production of I the went wizard to a, of oz. yeah i went to a stage production of the wizard of oz and you listen to a pink floyd cover band at the same time mm-hmm. okay my sister was in the wizard of oz in middle school <gasps> oh who'd she play what part well she's she? the wicked witch of the west oh how wicked she's pretty good good how wicked do you, how what's the most wicked you've ever been <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm <laughs> Uh, probably when I put that sandpaper in the river. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fucked up. That's no, they, the audience doesn't. Yeah, know. yeah the audience no, doesn't know. No one found out. It, we it folded was me, that part out so. of the episode. Yeah. It, you don't have to admit to this on air I anymore. Put sandpaper in the Clinton River. Oh shit! Um, You're so, part of this whole Clinton thing too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh gosh! And the, you, in the blue dress. In the <laughs> You're wrapped up in this. Yeah. Oh gosh! The yeah. vast conspiracy and the in the Whitewater. Oh no. Yeah, Epstein was the one who pointed me towards the river. I didn't even bring him up. I didn't bring, him up. I didn't oh, bring no. up Epstein this time. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have brought up Epstein every episode. Of every single so episode. I wasn't going to do it. We today. actually oh. this this um uh this 
is only aired live in one place, and it's the Clinton Township Police Department. Oh. I know. No. Oh, no. They might be on their way. They're going to come get me. Uh, yeah, we got to. You we know how a... police departments do where they leave the city they have jurisdiction in yeah. to drive to yeah. You know how police departments do where well, they get bored, first... so they get, they work out deals with local podcasts yeah. to stream their episodes first live. they listen to all the podcasts. <laughs> then they go make their arrests. So they, ooh, I don't know. The Clinton then Township Police Department time. might be. On their way here to arrest you for that, but we'll probably have time to talk. When this opens and Krusty's like, "What'll happen if I go off the air?" The Simpsons children go, <laughs> "We'll, we'll kill, kill ourselves." Kill yeah, they don't follow through. Uh, um, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good, just point. good satire. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did come off the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the other kids oh, are liars. This is the episode where all the Simpsons actually die. <laughs> the other good, uh, like, self-aware bit was. Uh, when Marge comes in and I don't understand the violence. And then uh, Lisa says, if it was for adults, they would have put it at prime time. Yeah. There's a, yeah. Which is a good we're bit. Getting, it's we're like getting our more, second real self-aware. I think, yeah, bit. we're getting more confident mm-hmm. in our, uh, not us. I'm talking the, the Royal R the Royal. The, 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 the writers, the showrunners are getting more confident in, uh, in what they want to do with the show? Did, how did the airing versus the the writing go? How what was what was the delay between like when the first episode About aired? Twelve Where months. They? Yes, they, they're they, twelve months out from beginning of production to air. They The Simpsons takes a notoriously long time from uh, episode conception to air. Okay, uh, especially especially against other um, cartoons. Yeah, they they um, yeah they take a, these episodes take a long time. Do you think um, that's one reason for the decline is that they couldn't like a show like South Park was churning episodes out I, so fast? Um, or like, so what do you could... mean by decline? <laughs> uh, the are you saying that the Simpsons is getting bad? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I honestly, from the stuff I read on the internet, nobody else thinks that. <laughs> nobody thinks so. That. I, I decline of popularity. Uh, what about that? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now I'm getting. It. Yeah. So that because they because this episode got about 30 million people to watch it. And now they're only getting like a couple million to watch. These I apps. think they're getting like probably four and a half, yeah. five million. Yeah. Do any shows get 30 million people no. watching it anymore? Big Bang Theory no, does like 18 million. I mean, that ended, million. correct? Yeah, but they were but doing they were doing near 20. So what? 18 million. That's what I had at my birthday party. Which birthday? The My 31. Th- one, 31. <laughs> the one that I just had because I... There was 30... You know, there were 31. There were... There are 31 million people there because I'm Robert if you're Durst. Robert Durst. Stop Robert yeah. Dursting your sorry. lies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Robert Dursting so hard. I can't I can't lie. Listen, Limp Bizkit. Stop <laughs> Robert Dursting over there. Go direct the movie. Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> Give me something to break. Just one of those days. <laughs> Feeling like it. There was a lyric in that song. That break yes, stuff there song. Was. Yeah. There were, there were a few, were a few of them. He said. He said. Um, first one to complain leaves of the blood stain, but on the radio they bleeped out the word blood. <laughs> so then my eight year old, like my eighth you grade, it was brain, I was like, "What is it? What kind of stain?" My, leaves with the my stain. brain. It was so much worse for them to bleed it, or bleep it out. It was like, like racking my brain. Like, is it cum, like comes? Is he like? Is it like? Is he like? Is he like beating them to death or like fucking them to death? Is it a cum stain? Like, or what kind of stain is it? Like, but it's just blood. Who cares? You ever get beaten up so old, bad you come? Yeah! Yeah. Cool and flavorful. Chocolate starfish. 
Chocolate star butthole. Fish. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now I understand. Then what's the hot dog flavored water? Um, uh, is that cum? Is that a cum stain? Cum? Cum? You guys ever do a big cum smells like hot dogs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've actually been seeing a doctor about it. <laughs> uh, he says it might have something to do with my silly gut. <laughs> that my cum keeps smelling like hot dogs. <laughs> It's, it's too much all zinc. because of the spiders. <laughs> it's too much zinc. Too much zinc in the cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah the cans are forty percent zinc, sixty percent aluminum. Uh, they say there's but one hundred percent silly. And I'm they're, they're, yeah, the insides of the cans are one hundred percent silly. The metals wreaking havoc on my insides, but the strings just making me silly. Right. Yeah. Do you ever worry that if you stop? Sitting on the Kansas silly string, you're not gonna be funny anymore. Bad at improv. Uh, that's why I've kept going. The doctor is pleading with me to stop. Uh, that, there, are, you have no idea how many dollar stores around Metro Detroit will refuse to let me in their doors anymore to buy a silly string. If you sit on guitar string, will you become guitar? Oh, oh kind of str- Oh my god, I've never experimented. That's what freaking Slash from Guns N' Roses does. Mm-hmm. He sits on so much guitar yeah. string. That hat is god. the excess guitar string coming oh out of his head. Kind of like how the silly string coming out of you is that, the yeah. silly. Yeah. Oh my silly. Oh my god, I never thought about mixing up the strings. Damn. Mm-hmm. Some heart strings become a better oh. lover. Oh, I don't need to be a better lover. So uh, I'm as much of a lover as I'll ever be. So this is I, a good app. Yeah, I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, there was one part, uh, or there's all there's a bunch of parts that I liked. <laughs> you guys think? What do you think? What do you thought? What do you uh, think I liked that? that we we had our first itchy and scratchy. Uh huh. Yeah, first really? we've seen. Well, the first actual we've seen itchy and scratchy, but we saw like an actual episode of itchy and scratchy, which is a TV show on the show. That they the kids watch on this show. So we're like So we're like way down the rabbit like, hole show wise. We're in like the snow scene we're of watching Inception a show now. of kids watching a show that are airing a show. How many life. times can this go on? Is there ever an itchy and a scratchy where they're watching a show? Probably. And is it? there a show that People are watching us watching The Simpsons. I mean, they're oh listening. To us. I mean, they're that's listening what oh, no. to a show about us watching a show where the kids watch a show and they air a show. I think I fundamentally enjoy this episode because they structure it like a mystery. Yeah, yep. Like they mm-hmm. set totally. up clues and then they solve it. I yeah, solve it. this is another. This well. Um, usually revolving around Sideshow Bob, but not always. Si- the Sideshow Bob episodes veer off into more cre- like different creative like creative areas, but there always seems to be an episode every season where the kids work together to solve. Foil him. Yeah, foil him or foil something else. Like yes. like uh, Jay Lampwick. They they yes. like that's an episode where. Bart and Lisa like put their heads together to like solve something. Like there's always like a kid detective episode every you season. Know, I, I I wish that they recognize that the dynamic of having the kids team up is very fun. They yeah. do like one in a season, but they always do such combative bits between Bart and Lisa, and it's way more fun when they're using, yeah, each other to do something. Yeah. Uh. So freaking um, when they're arresting Krusty, he's got the uh. A113. Uh, That's uh, Brad Bird. Number. That is. Um... Uh, it's an Easter egg and a bunch of animation shit. I had to look it up. I yeah. forgot. But that's the... Brad Bird. Yeah. Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. And like anyone from CalArts. Mm-hmm. It's like a classroom at CalArts. 
Brad Bird is one of the Pixar guys. Yeah. Oh. So A one thirteen is like the animation room at the stu- at the at the school, right? Oh. Yeah. So you might see that at Toy Story. Arts. Right now, it is the uh, year one uh, animation room there. So people listening to this could be in that room right now. Ooh. Wow. Are, if you're listening to this, um, can you draw me into your next cartoon? Uh, stay in school. Drink Diet Coke. If you're listening to this, can you call the cops or my mom? Because we are locked in this room and we cannot find the key to get out. (laughs) But it's good because of all the mist. There was a part um, in this episode that was a very dark reference that I don't know if you guys... uh, uh, Do you know who Tommy Cooper is? I do not. He's a British stand-up comedian. He was like like the amazing Jonathan, but like from the 50s and 60s where he was a a stand-up magician that he he died oh, on w- yeah he died on live tv and everybody thought it was a joke and we're like laughing and clapping as his body was like just on the stage and how did he die he died of a heart attack so, oh. like the, the crusty bit where he's having a heart attack and all the kids are cheering is almost a shot for shot remake of the tommy cooper video and it was really upsetting really? they show yeah. that in the amazing jonathan documentary don't they they show mm, that clip yeah maybe yeah. yeah yes I like when they're burning all of the crusty toys and they're like, uh, but be careful, folks, because these are all children's toys. The fire will spread quickly. Yeah. <laughs> this was um, this was a lot of the Sim- like Simpsons dark humor that we quite haven't. And I think that has to do with this episode feeling more confident. Yeah. So is that the Simpsons is not afraid to go dark. And I they were, they went dark several times My in this episode. Grade science project or maybe seventh grade. I tested the... Um, flame retardancy of children's pajamas because <laughs> yeah. they were supposed to like not not catch burn, on fire, so yeah. i tried a bunch of different brands and it was kind of interesting but in hindsight that's very morbid of me oh, yeah. as an 11 year old or 12 year old did you, did you come up with that or do you like read about it i or? think i came up with that that's crazy <laughs> no that's uh very normal of me i like that crusty's illiterate like yeah, and I, I was trying twist. to think that doesn't ever really play out for the rest of the. No, is there an episode where Bart teaches him to read? Is that one of the things that he does for Krusty? Maybe because like they do show flashbacks yeah. of Krusty like throughout the years, and they like show him as like a like a hip Dick Cavett talk show host. <laughs> they show him like as like a political <laughs> talk yeah. show host. So like, well yeah, you know, play fast and loose with Krusty's backstory. Uh, for sure. The, but. Uh, for those of you that aren't quite as initiated with Simpsons, this is the building blocks of two types of Simpsons trope episodes that we will see again and again and again. And we get uh, the um, uh, inaugural episode of both of these types of episodes right here. So one is the kids helping Krusty. Mm-hmm. And the whole – like uh, every season about or every other season – the kids help Krusty out of some sort of jam, and the running bit is that Krusty is, you know, he's like, uh, he's a cokehead, uh, he's a drunk, he never remembers Bart for helping him out, but he, uh, Bart always finds a way to get Krusty out of a jam or help him out or get him back on TV. The other one is Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob always remembers exactly what Bart has done to him. Yes, Sideshow Bob opposite remembers every gritty detail of everything that Bart's ever done for him. Uh, Bart is his number one enemy. That big tall guy, he's going to try to kill Bart pretty much 30 times from here. And they reference in in detail exactly what happened. Bartstool Sports is going to get... Bartstool Sports. Bartstool Sports. Oh, man. Bartstool Sports. So... 
uh, I'm reading more about this episode. Yeah. They originally cast James Earl Jones as Bob. As Bob? Oh. Yeah. And then they... That's interesting. Michigan alum. Yeah, they Michigan originally cast alum. James Earl Jones, but the producers the voice chose to try Kelsey Grammer. And as everybody knows it. James Earl Jones, the voice of the hype video at Michigan Stadium yeah. before oh. Michigan games for the last... Three years. Wow. James Earl Jones. That's what he's famous for for, is going, we are the greatest university (laughs) in the history of mankind. (laughs) And everybody in the stadium going, "Ah." did he go to U of M? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he did, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And his dad, Robert Earl Jones, was the cook in the movie Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> and that's not a joke either. Does he have a nice voice too? He has, sounds exactly like, like him. like, hi! It, no, he sounds exactly like James Earl Jones. And then you look at the credits and it's like, Cook, Robert Earl Jones. And why is his la- middle name? Why why go middle name? Yeah, right. So this is an early uh, celebrity guest appearance who's right. going to be a reoccurring character. Sam Simon, who develops The Simpsons. Uh Big producer on Cheers, so we're calling in a favor to Cheers, which is also on the air at this time. That's how that happened? Uh, yeah, Sam Simon wrote for Cheers. And he was like, Kelsey, you should do this? He must have. I mean, if Cheers is on the air currently and Sam Simon is still working yeah. on The Simpsons. I mean, James Earl Jones as Sideshow Bob is interesting, but Kelsey Grammer's Sideshow Bob is iconic. Yeah. Well, it's fantastic. Gra- it works because Kelsey Grammer has that mid Atlantic accent. Yeah. Which City I did can, not like... realize that mid Atlantic accent is not from anywhere. That's mm. a learned, like, theater way of speaking. Like, Cary Grant has that. Yeah. That was, like, the way they used to talk in movies. I thought growing up that was, like, <laughs> some kind of British accent, and that's just something that's, you learn. Yeah. Like, interesting. you develop that. I, yeah. And he's just, like, his him getting mad and just like going down here is so it's just so great like mm-hmm. Bart that insipid little His child voice just lends itself to the yeah. characteristics where you get like him reading the man in the iron mask or singing oh Porter God. tunes swilling so, brandy Kelsey Grammer more like Kelsey dialect okay right? Right? now yeah. I'm listening yeah. Kelsey Grammer played the same person in a live action show for 22 years on tv yeah 22 consecutive years he was he was i just burped right into the mic I, and i wasn't even lying this time <laughs> jesus Damn it. i wasn't even dursting um <laughs> cool it one of the characters from rick and morty um uh, now i'm the other one from that show yeah boy. um You're so good at voice i think you thank you um i've been working on it um, this show is actually my audition tape for uh, Rick and Morty 4, <laughs> whatever season they're on. Uh, <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought. He played the same character for 22 yeah, years. 11 years of Cheers and 11 years of Frasier. He was he was uh, Dr. Frasier for 22 years on TV. That's insane. That is Show insane. Bob on TV for 30 years. Yeah, now. but he doesn't wow. – you can't age out of a cartoon, you know, like – I don't know. I think it's in- impressive to to be a live action uh, totally. car- character on TV for twenty two straight. You know who our other first were for this episode? Can you call them out? Hmm? Other what? Who are, who were our other three first? The judge. Yep. Kent first Brockman. judge. First Kent Brockman. Yep. And first. Wait. First. Is it one of the cops. No, Scott Christian. I think is the other. 
news anchor, I believe. Oh, right? the, like that guy with the quaffed hair. Yeah, he's no. not. He's not really a major player. Why, why, why was there a delay for Kent Brockman? Why did they have Kent Brockman's off? I don't know. And then they brought him back that, later. What was that device? It wasn't even a great bit. Like, no. yeah, out of it. I don't know. But yeah, I like when uh, well, I think show Bob is like talking to the kids and he's like, whom do you love? Whom do you love? <laughs> I and think he that the... reads them iron, the man in the iron mask. Uh, uh, I like yeah. grammar's reading uh, the Springfield like book review. He's like, no, there are pictures. Look at these amusing caricatures of Gore Vidal and Susan Sontag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we get uh, he's like those are amusing. Um, we like it's it's fantastic. How fully realized Sideshow Bob was right off the get go. Like he's he's more realized than some of the other major characters. Oh yeah, for sure. Like almost all of them. Yeah, like, like they haven't figured out Smithers totally yet. They yeah, figured out and they. But he comes. He's this formed. is what Sideshow Bob. Even like the yeah. evil laugh. Like we get him like uh, uh, going off on his own and turning a cute laugh into an evil laugh. Uh, I think he's like a. He seems to me like he he's a a very well realized like simple one motive character. Oh, yeah. I'm underappreciated. I am looking for my opportunity, and now he has the scapegoat of Bart. Yeah, and he's super, and I think like I would imagine that his dimensions probably get built around that very simple. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't thing. Yeah. fit into other. Yeah, roles they're not trying to make him fit into this. From here on out, basically every sideshow Bob, they they go a long time before there's a bad sideshow Bob episode. Yeah, they find ways, and it's a really simple format. Bob's in jail. Bob finds a way out of jail. Bob does bad shit. And and Bart catches him in the end, and they ride that formula and do it in so many different interesting ways. There's like a fugitive reference one. There's Ka- Cape a Cape Fear. Fear reference one. There's like uh, there's ones where it's like a misdirect and he's actually a good guy now. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, but you there's did a, it too many times as a joke. Yeah, I did it too many times as a joke, and now that I've activated the silly string. Right. <laughs> so long story short, they're in court. Bart realizes that Krusty's actually got small feet. Sajo Bob got big feet. So oh, he yeah. uses that as the evidence to prove that. So there, there are three pieces of evidence for the fact that it wasn't actually Krusty who robbed the Quickie Mart. Was. Uh, Krusty is a pacemaker, so he wouldn't be able to stand next to the microwave. <laughs> Krusty was reading. Krusty in the uh, store was reading a book or a magazine, and he can't read. And he, he got his big foot hurt. And Krusty actually has little feet. Yep. Also, they never explained like how did he make himself look like Krusty? He's they got a way not. different shaped head. Yeah, they did not address. And they're like a different. They're they a different size, and his hair was. They didn't address the. Well, his hair got blown up by the. Cannon, remember? Oh, yeah. He came out of the cannon, no hair. That's true. So there you go. There's that. Phrenology, they didn't explain it from phrenology, head shape perspective. Yeah. Andy, famous phrenologist. Um, uh, I just want to say that just because it was junk science in the 1800s doesn't mean that it can't hold up today. Alt right super into phrenology right now. Oh, never mind. I'm back off this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not into phrenology. I thought Andy Double Down Reed was here for bits, but my man has hopped off. I will horse. double down on bits, except for when it comes to that bullshit. 
I was making a joke. The language that Sideshow Bob has, where he's like oh, yelling about Krusty. He's like, he squandered a fortune on his <laughs> vulgar appetites. <laughs> so good. Homer apologizing yeah. to Krusty and saying, I'm sorry I fingered you in court. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Uh, I love uh, the censor. I love uh, the, what's his name, Wiggum? Wiggum no. said, Krusty the Clown, you're under arrest for armed robbery. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say may blah, 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 away from his face while he's saying that to start showing other actions. That's dark. Like, that's dark. Like, the, the, um, when they're reporting on, uh, Krusty, all these magazine covers are super dark. They show like Gun Magazine. It says like the 357 Magnum is now the clown killer. The clown stopper. Um, they're news, making, yeah, news, one of those news week or one of the Newsweek mock off was just the headline was rhymes with dastard. <laughs> yeah, rhymes with dastard. With a picture of Krusty. Uh, oh, this is something I want to talk about. Is there is uh, in the near-ish future a seminal episode of The Simpsons where Bart inadvertently becomes uh, the new big star of the Krusty show. Oh, yeah. He there, so he he does he's he accidentally. Um, or he gets a job as Krusty's assistant, and during the show one time, he accidentally comes on set, he flips over, like, a set piece, and everybody's like, <gasps> and he looks at the camera and goes, I didn't do it, and he's yeah. like, big laugh, and then he becomes the I didn't do it boy, and it's this whole thing, he's like a meme, they're selling t-shirts, he's like, he's revived the Krusty show because he's the I didn't do it boy. The Simpsons but commentary he fucking his... plagiarized from Krusty in this episode. Yep. That was clearly set up as a Krusty catchphrase because mm-hmm. he like mugs to the camera and goes, I didn't do it. And all the kids go crazy. I guarantee they forgot that they did that. Totally. We're here to poke holes in The Simpsons. I didn't do it. It's just, uh, did I do that? <laughs> did I do that? That is my favorite character from a sitcom. Yeah, Gilligan. Uh, Gilligan. Gilligan. Uh, I was going to say AJ from The Sopranos. <laughs> Gilligan from Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, I liked when uh, the camera had uh, a microphone on it for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Recording uh, Homer oh, that's a good talking bit. about oh. how he didn't want to see his sister-in-law's yeah. dumb slideshow. <laughs> and it turned out being about sideshow oh, Bob. Slideshow Bob. Wow. So, yeah, Patty and Selma come over to show vacation vacation slides, and Homer's complaining to Apu about it. He's like, I call him the gruesome twosome. <laughs> and then when they show the tape on the news, he's like talking shit about his I think that's my favorite joke of the episode. That's a good one. showing the camera. Yeah, and then Homer diving into the chip stand to cowardly <laughs> hideaway. You can come out of the chips. Your time to be a hero is past. Yeah. <laughs> Your time to that's be a, a hero bit. is past. Um, you guys got favorite bits from this episode? Are we doing favorite joke? I yeah, favorite should. joke. Okay, you got one. Uh, yeah, I think the Chief Wiggum, the you have the right to remain silent. Blah 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 blah. That was a fun, fun one for me. That's a fun one. Do you have a favorite bit from this episode? Oh, mine was yeah, the the camera and the microphone and the news <laughs> and the sisters. That was too good. That's like very that good. As soon as, like because it's like such a slow start, it's like they start doing. You're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite bit is Wiggum takes. Homer into the station to identify Krusty. Oh, that's a good one. And he goes, send in the clowns. <laughs> send in the clowns. Already good bit. And he brings like a lineup of clowns and Homer can't stop laughing long enough to identify Krusty. Uh, 
Uh, that was that was a funny bit well, to me. If you're look, if you're looking one's the most guilty of making me laugh, it's it's all, it's of, all them. of them. <laughs> oh, that shit's no, so funny. Yeah, <laughs> four. Number four. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So we have been uh as a group ranking our favorite Simpsons episode of all time based on this rewatch of them. You. Jared, they're not been around for uh, all of them. You haven't no. seen the episodes we have. No. So we're going to ask you what your favorite all-time episode of Simpsons is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the episodes very well. I don't know. Is only counts in horseshoes. Can I say my favorite bit from a Simpsons ever? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I remember this is like my one like distinct memory of the Simpsons as a kid. Uh, Bart's talking to the news for some reason. Yeah. And he's mad at Lisa. And he says to the news uh, that he's like mad at Lisa. And he, he does a little song where he says, Lisa is a nut. She has, she has a rubber, rubber butt. butt. And every, every time, time she turns, turns around, around, she goes, putt, putt. I know this one. Yes, that is. <laughs> I'm hey, so happy. If you is... have uh, any curiosity as to why Andy Reid hosts this show, <laughs> you know. I'm not making this up, folks. I love this great mm. show. <laughs> I don't remember the episode, but that is my favorite I think that's bit. the one where the the Springfield Elementary has like a kids news show. Yeah. Uh and Lisa's a very serious reporter <laughs> and uh Bart comes on as like a smaltzy um uh um lighter side of life type reporter and becomes like the star. Yeah. I believe. I might be wrong about that part. Cool. But, Dare you got a favorite episode? Still crepes of wrath. Still crepes of wrath. Yeah. Uh, I like this episode. I feel like it was, it was a good. There was a good story. There's some fun to it, but I still think it didn't have the, the the laughs per minute I'm looking for. Uh, it did have a cool story though. Yeah. It didn't have any of the, this the might heartstrings. Be my, like, there's not as much heartstrings. Plot wise, I love this. Character yeah, I love the plot. I love wise. it. Not the funniest episode. No, it what? wasn't. Did I change my favorite episode? Plan? We all we unanimously yeah, we all crepes, picked Crepes of Wrath last yeah. time. Yeah, uh, I'm still there. I'm still crepes still Crepes of Wrath. Of wrath. Yeah. I do. Uh, um, this interestingly, uh, some newspaper had Matt Groening rank uh, his favorite episodes of all time, and this was like the ninth episode of all time. Uh, and a bunch of people say, like, this is the best one of, from season one. This is one of the most classic ones. I think it's a really important episode right. for The Simpsons. lays a lot of pipe. It lays, a, uh, just like me, lays a lot of pipe. Right. <laughs> right, Even though you do, like, I lay you, so much pipe. But it's soft. No. So, so I, why do you describe I lay so, I, I lay so much pipe. And I, I just, that's right, I'm Thursday again. again. I'm Thursday Um... Um. Yeah, it's an important if one. If we from had the perspective. given Andy a mic today, he would not have burped. No, <laughs> he would not have done this. But it's a good bit. A though. So, what are you still? You're sticking with Crips or after? Um, I so uh, it it identifies a bunch of stuff that the Simpsons are going to go back to for the next thirty years. This is the first <laughs> one of all that we've seen so far, where it's like. This is an episode idea that they're going to come back to again and again and again and again. Get it again and again and again. And it's very important, but I think Crepes of Wrath was still more enjoyable. Wow. You heard it first. So we're still unanimous. Most important app so far, I would go this, but that's not the 
fucking question. No, it's not. No, it's not. You yeah. should have two questions. <gasps> two questions. Me hitting you, you hitting the <laughs> floor. <laughs> you hitting my cock, you hitting my balls, buddy. <laughs> two yeah. hits. <laughs> two hits. going to be two hits. Uh, me hitting the floor, me hitting my life alert. Baby. That's, <laughs> that's our, that we came up with this bit at my bachelor party, that it's a... Yeah. Uh, it's like an 80s action movie hero that's into cock and ball torture. <laughs> and he bursts in the room. He goes, there's going to be two hits. You hitting my cock and you hitting my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good bit. That's good. That's um, uh, we got we to gotta plug some stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, Jared, do you want to plug anything? This isn't going to come out for a little while. This is going to come out the week after Christmas. Uh, well, I just did some shows <laughs> in December. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Bureau every Sunday night. Every fucking Sunday. At Go so Comedy. Uh, hey. 7 o'clock, baby. Yeah, that's the only thing I from have. now through June. That planned out in advance. I don't have anything else. That's okay. Just Sunday nights. Uh, let me look at my calendar from after Christmas. Um, come see Monday Night Improv and Saturday Night Improv and Thursday Night Improv. You guys want to uh, thank some sponsors oh, yeah. before we uh, call it? Yeah. Andy, you want to? I go first. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably. Well, you got one of the bigger ones this yeah. week. Uh, thank you to the Durst Foundation. <laughs> Rob, the Durst Foundation uh has several buildings in New York City on uh uh America uh, the Avenue of the Americas. Check it out. It's the Durst family in the room. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Robert. Robert, just cool it. Uh I got I got one uh uh cat ear headbands for when you for when you want to take it easy but still let people know that you're fun. <laughs> Cat ear headbands. Stop saying stuff in the room. I, okay. uh, Jared, do you want to thank any sponsors today? Wait, can I actually plug something that I just thought of? Oh, yeah. As a okay. sponsor. As a sponsor. Is, whatever uh, you're about to say is an official sponsor uh, of the potentially, show. Potentially uh, a sketch show, uh, maybe on Wednesday nights as a sponsor. That's a double feature with another half-hour sketch show uh, called Gorgeous Orphans Woo. mixed with another one called uh, just Google it, I believe. Official sponsor. Just Google it, I believe. Come see Google. it at Go Comedy, right. baby. That's an official sponsor of the show now. Um, I would uh, like to thank, uh, well, one of our most important sponsors, uh, uh, the Joann's Fabrics Outlet Store. Yeah. All the fabric that uh, that's not doing so good goes there. Uh, is that are those police lights outside? Oh shit! Shit! Is it Robert? It's got to be the same Darren, thing. Cut the mic. No, hey, Darren, uh, the are you cool? I, that I that cop car outside oh, says Clinton Township. Clinton oh Township. god, I gotta, I gotta uh, put my you, shoes on. You've run from the law for so long, but I think this might be. Hey, Darren, can you cut this? I oh shit! I Open need up. to. We know that you oh, that river. No, please. please, I won't do it again. He didn't do anything, officer. <laughs> I'm thirsting. He didn't do it. You didn't do it, officers. Uh, please, officer, don't don't bust in the room and say you're gonna hit my cock and balls. <laughs> I'm gonna hit your cock and balls. No, that's not even the bit. You did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>